From the Thai Cats Audio Network, this is Thai Cats Today with Braden Neville. Hello and welcome to another episode of Thai Cats Today for this Monday, August the 21st, 2023. I'm Braden Neville, happy to be starting a new week with you. And the Thai Cats are also looking to start fresh this week after suffering that loss to the Elks last Thursday night. On today's show, we will hear from Coach O about the attitude around the team and the goal for this second half of the season. Tim White speaks about his strong game Thursday. Mason Bennett is back in the lineup and playing football again. So he sits down with me to discuss the recovery and being back out there with the team. And RJ Broadhead interviewed caretaker Bob Young to discuss this year's Grey Cup festivities. Lots to get to today, but first, let's start with some news around the team. The Ticats returned to practice today after having a few days off following the team's loss to the Elks. Spirits were high around the team. They're doing what you should do after a loss, not looking back, but looking forward at their matchup against the very good BC Lions squad that's also coming off a loss. And they're coming off a loss to Saskatchewan last night. A little bit of a stunner, to be honest. At least it was for me, despite Vernon Adams throwing for three touchdowns and 455 yards. Yes, that's right. 455 yards. They still fell to Saskatchewan. 34 to 29. Cocho spoke about facing the Lions Saturday night and more. Team returned to practice today. Just wondering what the attitudes like amongst the guys out there today. Ready to work. Ready to work. Uh, yeah. There's, at this point, there's no aftershock from the game. Everybody understands uh, what's in the past, what's in the rearview mirror. Uh, what I saw was attentiveness in meetings, and you know, ready to go, prepare, control what we can control right now, and that was practice today. That's what you felt. And then this, we're entering now the second half of the season. Just what is this team looking to do to, to get some wins here in the second half and have a strong half here? Yeah, be more consistent. You know, it's, it's simple. We've got to string together uh, more consistently, uh, you know, four quarters of football. We've got to find a way to win two out of the three phases. That usually, you know, proves to turn out favorably in the win column and things like that. Uh, you know, we uh, continue to work on our things internally. Uh, you know, things that we're challenging them on that don't necessarily show up in the box score or things like that, and we're starting to see that. Um, so uh, ultimately, if you want, at the end of the day, we, we got to find a win call. Now you play BC here this weekend. You're, you're playing a team that's also coming off a loss, but a team that's had a good season so far. Just how do you prepare for these guys in, in, in this upcoming matchup here? They're good. You know, they're a good football team. You know, they uh, just played a tough ball game. And, you know, they've, they've been pretty consistent. They're going to be in, back at home. They'll be ready to go. And that's about as much focus on them uh, outside of the game plan that, that we'll be doing. Uh, yeah, we'll be ready to go. One bright spot for the team was Tim White's play in, in that game on, uh, against Edmonton. Just how important is it having him be consistent and play the way Tim White normally plays? Yeah, I think he made the plays uh, – and the opportunities that, that he was given, he made the plays. There's a lot of things that go into that. There's a lot of people clearing out the O-line's blocking, quarterbacks making great throws. But, yeah, that's probably more accustomed to what the majority of people are, are seeing that, uh, that, that Tim has made in the past. And, you know, you look for him to do that. But every week you don't know who's, who the shine is going to be on. And so um, I'd like to think that there was more than one bright spot uh, in the game. But, uh, yeah, happy for Tim. Um, you know, everybody wants that. And, Bigger than that, like I said, what you want is when people are given those opportunities, you want them to make those plays. That was Coach O following today's practice. Tim White was one of the highlights 
in last week's game for the Ticats, finishing the game with 101 receiving yards on nine receptions. So important to see that guy have a strong game. He's such an important piece to this Ticats offense. He spoke about the big game and continuing that play Saturday in BC. Result you were looking for, but you had a great game individually. Just how are you feeling out there, and, and why do you think you played so well? Um, I kind of just, whenever my number is called, I just try to make a play on the ball. And uh, I felt like I played play great. You know, I think I have some things that I want to improve on. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's just trying to get the win. Do you feel like you and Taylor just had a little bit of a connection out there? I know you have a connection a lot, but a little, maybe a little bit more than normal? I think throughout the week, we kind of just put the work in. You know, we got the looks that we were, uh, we wanted to see in the game and just were able to exploit it. Now that second half, not much offense for both sides, but, but why do you think on, on your side it was so difficult to get some points there? Um, it's hard to really say. You know, it's kind of just one of the things that it's just getting to the end zone and then making those plays when they're there. You know, I feel like we had the opportunities and we just didn't capitalize on the play. And then there's that weird weather delay in that game. Just how much do you feel that affected just both sides in general? Just waiting around for that long, how does that affect the body in, in the middle of a game? I don't know. You know, I don't, I don't think it really affect, affected the players like that. Honestly, I feel like as soon as the whistle was blown, it was back to football. I feel like both teams were competing. You know, it was uh, obviously something seeing half of the crowd, you know, disperse. But, uh, you know, I feel like it was just football at the end of the day. Now we have an upcoming matchup here against BC, a team that's done very well this season, coming off a loss against Saskatchewan. Just what do you need to do to get the ball in the end zone against BC in BC? Yeah, we're just going to have to make our most out of our opportunities, and each player is just going to have to make their play. That was Tim White. Now I got the chance to sit down with Mason Bennett to discuss returning to the field after dealing with a nagging hamstring injury, which took him out for four weeks. Mason spoke about the recovery process And he also spoke a bit about what he likes to do on those long travel days. And you know it's going to be a long travel out to BC Saturday night for the Ticats. All right, so joining me now is Mason Bennett. Mason, you returned to the field, got a little bit of action there on Mm -hmm. Thursday night. A long process for you to get back to playing. How did it feel to just be back out on the field playing a little bit? Um, It's always good to be back with the guys. I mean, um, when you put in so much work, um, you just want to be out there and support your team anyway. But... Um, happy to be back and ready to get this win in BC this weekend. Now, how is that process like just for you to get back to playing for him? I know it's a long and, and mm-hmm. difficult process. Just maybe go through just how long it took for you and, and yeah. just what you were doing to get back in yeah. game shape. I mean, it's it's a grind. It's more it's more mental than it is physical. Um, but when you got a strength coach like Bo and um, Coach O in your back pocket to always uh, support you, I mean, uh, they made it easy. So um, having good teammates and good people in my corner really helped. But uh, no doubt it was a grind. Now, now working just when you're training t- to come back from an injury, mm-hmm. how do you do you kind of develop a process of what you like? You just slowly integrate different aspects mm-hmm. into your training of what you can do. Yeah, no doubt. So you obviously you gotta wait till the injury's you know decently healed so you can actually do some stuff. Um, and then uh, the medical staff and Coach Bo made a plan for me. Um, and I think a couple of weeks after the initial injury, we, we got to work and um, kind of they really helped the process speed up. Um, and thankfully, I was only. I only missed uh, four games there, so it definitely could have been longer. And just when did that injury occur? Was that in practice or was that no, in? No, it was, it was 40, 48 seconds left of the Ottawa okay, game. Okay, that's yes. On yeah. the, the last punt of the game. Um, yeah, just hammy went and 
the rest is history. <laughs> yeah, and, and those hamstring injuries, it's one of those injuries that it can take a week or yeah, it can take yeah, a couple exactly. of months. So exactly. when it comes to an injury like that, you're kind of just day-to-day. Mm-hmm. Is that how you're treating yep. it? Yeah, no doubt. And in my position, it's a little bit different, too. When you're loaded up in a stance and that hamstring is you know, fully yeah. full, uh, full tension on there, it's, it's different. Luckily, I'm not opening up like the receivers, but still, it's it's different uh, as a DN for sure. Yeah, well, thank God you're quadzilla, so you, yeah. got, you got that strength in there <laughs> exactly. to come back. Yeah. So, so you felt good. You, you got to <laughs> yep. play a little bit of action there. Yep. Coming up in this game here against BC, are you hoping mm-hmm. to maybe get a little bit more action, or are you just going to ease into it and take it day by day? Um, if you ask me, I'm, re- I'm ready to fully go. Yeah. Um, I want to help my team out any way possible. Um, obviously, the coaching staff's got a plan. The medical staff's got a plan. Whatever the plan is, I'm going to rock with it. And uh, if it's two plays, I'm going to... Mm-hmm. bust my butt for two plays and if it's 45 plays I'm gonna be running around 45 plays so regardless I'm gonna be out there having fun now BC's got a very good offense and, mm-hmm. and, and although they got the loss against Saskatchewan you have mm-hmm. a quarterback who puts up 455 yards in the yeah. loss I don't know how yeah. often you see something like that but no just doubt. what does this team need to do to shut that down that offense um I'm gonna speak from a defensively defensive line point um we need to get to the quarterback obviously like you said he threw for 455 um I mean if we get home I mean, he's not going to be able to pass for 400 yards. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's on us up front to um, first off the run and then get to the quarterback uh, when they try to make those big plays. What are these road trips like? It's basically the furthest possible trip, just mm-hmm. these BC road trips. Is, mm-hmm. is it a little different going so far across the country here? Uh, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. It's a good time with the teammates, um, exploring new cities, and obviously um, playing in front of different fans. And when you go from, like you said, pretty much across the whole country, um, it kind of uh, it's, it's the fun part of playing pro football. So... Um, you know, like I said, enjoying time with my teammates. You know, we always go grab a good dinner the night before, and then locking on game day. So no, it's I'm, I'm excited for it. With a little bit of a longer plane ride, what are mm-hmm. you doing to pass the time on the plane? What's what? What are you doing? Are you listening to the music? Are you sleeping? What's going on? Everything. I'll, I'll take a little nap. Um, I'll bring some. Uh, we usually have a D line quiz. If you got to do, I'll do that on the plane. And then I'm a big podcast guy, so I'll probably crush a couple of podcasts. Bring a book. Anything and everything. I, like I said, I'll probably rotate through ten different things I'm going to do on that yeah, flight. Yeah. Well, any what podcast? Any podcast to shout out? Um. Number one, Joe Rogan. Okay. Okay. Legend. Obviously. Legend. Yeah. Go. Um. And then uh, Tycast Media. Perfect. I love it. I love it. <laughs> hey, appreciate that <laughs> one. Okay, you, bro. Okay. Well, once again, thanks for joining yeah. me today, man. Great to see you back and yeah. healthy. Here I appreciate, it, man. Good. Thanks for having me. That was Mason Bennett. Now I'm going to throw to a pretty cool interview the Ticats Audio Network's very own RJ Broadhead did with caretaker Bob Young to discuss this year's Grey Cup festivities. And trust me, there is so much going on for this year's big game, and I'll be featuring some interviews RJ did throughout the week. But who better to start with than the caretaker himself, Bob Young? This is such an exciting time, Bob, with a Grey Cup just three months away. Uh, it, very exciting. Uh, Grey Cups are always special, uh, but a Grey Cup in Hamilton where we can actually plan it properly, uh, and we're working with the city and the province and putting on really quite a party, uh, only 90 days from now. Yeah, it's uh, spoke with uh, Mayor Horvath and talked to Commissioner Randy Ambrosi. Everybody is so excited that it's in, in Hamilton. You're, you're a Hamiltonian. Yeah. What, Sing some of the praises of the of the city and why some fans should come to Grey Cup. Uh, so we are easily the, the best kept secret in the country. Everyone sort of knows where Hamilton is, but we don't think of ourselves as a tourist destination. And we should be a tourist destination. Yeah. And, and with the, the city's uh, help, we're taking over all the great tourist locations. The Leona Station, the Armory, 
the James Street corridor. The, the yeah, places, shutting down streets. Yeah, exactly <laughs> right. Uh, the whole thing is is uh, is going to present Hamilton in the best possible light, and it's the culmination of decades worth of work. It's the GO train coming to Leona Station. It's Tim Hortons Field. It's the first Ontario Centre. Uh, all of these resources had to get built in order for us to host this quality of Grey Cup of National Festival. It's going to be fun. Well, you've absolutely, you've played a, a huge role, Bob. And, and getting the, the Grey Cup in Hamilton, uh, it's a big deal for the city, it's, it's a big deal for the organization, but how about you as a Hamiltonian? How much pride do you feel being able to, to bring the, the big celebration to the city again? As a Hamiltonian, as a kid who grew up in Ancaster and took the bus downtown to the dentist, you know, <laughs> kind of thing. It, it's just such a, a pleasure to see our city prosper and be doing well and be uh, in a position to hold such a successful national event. That was RJ Broadhead and caretaker Bob Young. I'd also like to thank Mason Bennett, Tim White, and Coach O for being on the show today. And so much to look forward to for this year's Great Cup Festival. And tickets are still available for this year's big show, but they are selling out fast. So make sure to go get your Great Cup tickets and be a part of the biggest party of the year. And it'll be right here in the hammer you can also enter the follow the cup competition for your chance to win a pair of tickets to this year's great cup all you have to do is go to the great cup festival on socials and follow them and you will be entered to win a pair of great cup tickets and the winner will be announced on august 28th so make sure to go follow all those socials and get your chance at great cup tickets for this year's big party lots of fun going on with this year's great cup that's all the time for me today i want to thank you for listening to tie cats today